welcome to I'm Not Dead Yet with Judy and Travis, a podcast about living an extraordinary life with extraordinary circumstances. Welcome to the I'm Not Dead Yet podcast. I'm your co-host, Travis Robinson. I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, age 35, in 2014. And I'm your other co-host, Judy Yaris. My husband, Sandy, had Parkinson's for 18 years, and I was his care partner. On today's episode, we will be talking about Advice for the care team, the friends, family, loved ones of a person with Parkinson's disease. I think this is a good topic, Travis, and it especially can be helpful for someone that is relatively newly diagnosed because you sort of don't know what you're getting into when you hear those words, you have Parkinson's disease. Right, Dan. It is even less familiar to the friends and family. You know, somebody whose father or mother gets this disease and you want to help them, but you have no idea what to do. Right. And I think it's one of those things where it's so subjective and personal. And in many cases, people hold off telling people that they have been diagnosed with Parkinson's. That's, that's pretty, we hear that a lot in the support groups. Like, when do you tell your friends? I'm not ready to tell my friends and, or my family. So it's, um, it's a very personal place to go with this. Right, but there is a, I feel it sort of like general advice that we can give to folks that may prove to be useful. Yes, so let's kind of take a look at this. I think that what happens is you have to make a decision. And some people feel very comfortable telling their friends, telling their family that they have Parkinson's disease. But I think when you're younger, as you have been, and you have a career, you have a job, your friends are young, you're used to doing fun things with them, and all of a sudden now you're going to say, I have Parkinson's disease, And you have to almost assume that nobody even knows what that is in most cases. Right, and it is even more obvious to you that nobody has any idea of what is involved with it. And because the symptoms can manifest so differently from one person to the next, 
it makes it even more difficult because folks want to know what they can expect. Right. As you want to know what you can what you can expect, right? And right. And you're not gonna know what that is. And your doctor's not gonna know what it is because Parkinson's disease is one of those boutique diseases where each person has their own version. You may have similar things. You may have some tremor. You might have some stability issues with balance. You may have some cognitive issues. You may have gut issues. I mean, there's a million places it could go. The depression, the anxiety. I mean, I could list this off on and on and on and on. But the truth is, it's very personalized. And the chances are that if you've had it for a couple months or a few months or even a year and you haven't told anyone, they think something is going on. They don't know what it is, but they know something is different about you. Right, Dan. So this conversation is specifically geared to those folks that they know something is up with their friend, and their friend has recently chosen to confide in them or share with them that they have Parkinson's disease. Now what? So, Travis, now what? What happened when you told your let's say your first friend, or did you tell a group of friends at one time? My first friends uh, responded with the characteristic, okay, Travis, what are you going to do to beat this? What doctor um, visits do you have planned? What drugs are available? And that comes into the first piece of advice that I would say is remember that the person with PD may still be trying to figure out what their game plan is. They may not be aware of all the drugs and surgical options that they have for treatment. So be aware that it may take them a little time to adjust to the idea that they have this disease. Yeah, I think there you go. They're going to have to, your friend is going to have to be patient. And so maybe would you say that when you're telling them, you have to sort of do a disclaimer at the beginning by saying, hey, I'm still in the dark on this, or I still don't know much about it. So I'm learning and you have to be patient. I may not have all your answers. Right. Yes, I think that would be very valuable. Yeah, I think the more people know where you are with it, 
the easier it is for them to offer support. Right, which can take many, many forms. It could be as simple as giving them a ride to their doctor's appointment or to their pharmacy because when you're newly diagnosed, you'll be visiting both of those locations a hell of a lot more than you used to. Yes, for sure. In fact, if you're if you've been a healthy person, which a lot of young onset people are, they've been healthy and strong and they do a lot of physical activities and they, they're working, they have a family, all these components come into it. The idea of all of a sudden having something that's called a disease and it's a neurological disease and it's a progressive, right? <laughs> right, yeah. That's the real mother of it is <laughs> it is going to get worse that no matter where you are in your ED, it will only get worse over time. And you don't know what that time is. <laughs> so I, right? Right. And you don't know what the worse is. Yes, exactly. I can say in Sandy's case, he was diagnosed. And for probably the first 13 years, no one really knew. I mean, he told people he had Parkinson's, but no one really saw Parkinson's on him because he wasn't, he didn't have an, an overt tremor. I mean, I could see it, that my kids could see it, our family could see that, you know, the changes that were taking place. But honestly, he didn't see it. He didn't think he was so slow. He didn't think he was having difficulty trying to get his wallet out of his pants. He, I mean, those are things, basic things. It, it's just, you're not always aware of what the physical changes are, especially if you don't have tremors or dyskinesias. Right, and that is another thing that your job as the person with PD, whether you want it or not, will be to educate all the people around you about PD because one of the very frequent problems I had is people not understanding the breadth of the symptoms. They thought it was just tremor. That's right. We had someone in a support group recently talking about this, saying her friends don't see the Parkinson's on her, and therefore they don't understand when she says she's having a bad day what that really looks like for her and what that feels like for her. Right. And so it becomes incumbent upon you to share more details 
of your life. Like, I have trouble typing and um, using that fine motor control with my hands. So, one thing that I have told folks is, yes, I can write that down, but it will take me a minute. Yes, that's a good one. Just slow it down. You can't rattle off a number to someone. And, and in many cases... You know, we had someone give a great suggestion on this, that when someone wants to get his number, he just hands them his phone and they can either put their number in or they can take it from his phone. It's easier than him trying to type out a long text or email to someone. It's not as easy to facilitate that. Right. I had a situation yesterday where... I had to upload a bunch of documents to a smartphone app while I was on the phone with someone. And they kept saying, are you still there? (laughs) Are you still working on it? And I had to explain. Yes, but PD makes it damn challenging to hit all these little application buttons. Yes. So there's a great example of it. And sometimes you don't realize that that's how you're going to be impacted. I just want to say, like if you're new to PD, you've been filling out forms all your life. You've been writing letters. You've been writing emails. You've been texting your friends. You don't realize that all of a sudden now things become a little bit more difficult. And right? And so sometimes- Or a lot more difficult. Or a lot more difficult. Yeah, a lot more difficult. And so you have to be flexible and willing to maybe share that information to someone, or even if you can, to have someone assist you with filling out forms and things like that. Yes, and it is also worth me pointing out that I have had a pretty good result from simply telling folks that I can fill out this form. Is it really necessary? Because, you know, every time you go to see a new doctor, they have 10 or more forms to fill out. That all ask you the same crap, you know? Yes. Well, one thing that helped Sandy, and he did this early on, and I thought it was a genius move on his part, because he not only had Parkinson's, but he had a heart condition, which was very bad. And he took a lot of medications. At one point, he was taking 13 different drugs every day. And he made up a list, a medication list. And he did it in very small print, and then he laminated it and put it in his wallet. 
So anytime he went to a doctor and they asked for him to fill out all his medications, he didn't have to fill anything out. He would hand them this little card. It had all the medication with the dosage and they would just make a copy of it. And it would take out so much work in trying to fill out forms. It made so much sense to do that. Right, they're asking the doctor's office to email you the forms so that you can fill them out in advance. Yes, that's another good tip, a really good tip. I I think these are the slight changes that you are going to have to make to adapt to your new life with PD. But if you can kind of accept them and say, hey, this is going to make my life better, then you'll sort of be okay with it down the road. It may feel awkward at the beginning, and it is awkward at the beginning. Am I right, Travis? It's like it kind of pisses you off a little. Hell, it's still awkward. (laughs) I'm in this boat seven going on eight years now, and it still pisses me off. Right. It just does. I mean, you know, it's it's annoying. I, I can come up with a million words for it, but the truth is it's just what it is. So you may as well buckle down and say, okay, this is the way I have to do things now. Right, and so coming back to our original topic is the advice for those friends and part of why we're sharing examples of our life is for you to just be sensitive to the fact that Your friend may not be able to articulate everything that's going on with them. But you, after hearing this episode, can understand, hopefully, a little bit better about what they're going through. Yes, for sure. I mean, I think that it's helpful if you can sometimes even say to your friends, you know, do you have questions? Do you, you know, what what can I do for you? Because you get into this self mode of you get very, it's me, 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 me. This is all about me. But, and it's not just your friends. I mean, you might have a partner, you might even be married, and they're probably scared as can be. You know, I was certainly scared and knew nothing about PD. And, you know, it's it's asking them, what, what can I do for you to try to ease your mind? Because a lot of us, when we're given, when we're told something that's potentially bad, we go to the worst. We don't go to the oh, this is great. You're going to have PD and I'm going to live till I'm 75 with PD. You usually go to, oh my God, this is a death sentence. But PD is not a death sentence. It's anything but. So you need to make sure that you can live your life in the best way possible. Right. So looking at that, uh, I, I think that 
you know, sometimes if you're, I, I do want to bring this up too. We've been talking about like if you're young and you have friends that are young, but if you're, if you have a parent that's just been diagnosed with PD, I know for my kids and myself, I mean, we wanted to just like put Sandy in a bubble and not let him move, you know, like, oh my God, you have PD. Don't walk by yourself. Don't grab a glass by yourself. Don't hold a cup by yourself. All these things that he was totally capable of doing. But in our mind, we just took it to that last <laughs> place, like that really intense place of, oh no, he's not going to be able to do anything for himself. And so the advice I can give you as a care partner, if you have a parent, is give them some space and don't let them feel like you're looking at them as if they can't do anything at all, because they can probably do a lot. They just have to do it differently. Right. Exactly. And also try to resist the temptation to forward on any and all pieces of advice or <laughs> internet cures that yes. you read about, particularly from the non-scientific community. That was something that really wore me out was all the good intention folks sending me YouTube clips and Facebook articles that they're like, oh, dude, check this out. They found that, you know, insert Whatever vitamin or supplement here cures PD. Here's the article. Yes, there is no cure for Parkinson's disease at this moment. I think we're getting very close, but right now in 2021, July 2021, there is no cure. And there may be supplements that can make it better for you. There's a lot of things you can do. But if someone tells you that they just read about a cure for PD, then you got to run the other way. <laughs> snake oil. And our advice to you is not to buy it. Yes. Unless you want to buy it and just know that it may not work, or maybe it'll help you a little bit. But it's not going to cure it. It's not going to make it go away. I'm a big alternative medicine person. I, I think it's great. I, I love all kinds of alternative modalities. And I know Travis is always looking at alternative modalities as well. So we are not anti-medicine uh, anti <laughs> and anti-Eastern medicine. We just know that you have to be realistic here when you're doing this when you're going through this journey, and, and it is a journey. Right, and I don't know, I think a good healthy dose of skepticism will go a long way. Yes, I think that's probably true. Are there any other tips that we can, you know, share, like if they're telling a friend or 
what what a friend could do to really support you? Like how ha- or let me ask you this, Travis. How have your friends supported you? Like what have your friends done? Maybe there's some specific things that they've done for you. Um, the ride has been really helpful. Particularly for me, there were periods of time that I did not feel comfortable driving myself to places. So that was very helpful. And just a general understanding and tolerance that I will go and do everything that I can still do, but it will most certainly take me longer. And so the friends that I really appreciate were the ones who understood that It will take me longer, but I can still do it. Yes. And I want to let people know, Travis is a mountaineer. He mountain climbs, he hikes, he jumps out of airplanes and probably bungee jumps as well. I mean, I don't know all the things he does, but they're all scary to me. A lot, Not the hiking, but, but a lot of the stuff he does with his mountain climbing is scary to me. And he still does them. But I have talked with some of his friends, and I think they have a great amount of patience and willingness to let him tell them what he can do. And I think if you have a friend that has PD, probably the greatest gift you can give them is empower them to ask them, you know, well, can't, do you think you can do this? I mean, I know I used to say this to Sandy. Do you th- really think you can do this? And if he would go, yes, I want to try it, then it was up to me to make the decision, okay, am I willing to put up with what could become a total disastrous event or am I willing to just go with it and see what happens? And most of the time I would go with it. Later on in the later years, I, I there were some things I just had to put my foot down on and say, nope, I'm not doing that one. But overall, you know, he was he always wanted to try to do the things he could do. And I know Travis, you have been relentless in not stopping your life, but just moving through it in a different way, a little slower. Right. After all, I'm not dead yet. Yes, you are not dead yet. So I hopefully you got some advice from this episode today. Yes, and this episode was a request that somebody wrote into the show about. If you want to write into the show and have an idea or suggestion, We'd love to hear it. You can write us a show at indiepodcast.net. That's show at indypodcast.net. Yes, and now we do have Facebook, 
Twitter, and Instagram. Although we're not doing much with any of them, but we're getting the hang of how to pick up messages on Facebook and we're learning how to do this. So feel free to message us if you want. We're happy to hear from you. And we hope this answered our um, our fans' question and, and gave them a little bit of information. Yes. Okay, Judy, that's a wrap. Bing. Bing.